hello there, fam. I didn't see you there. And welcome back to another edition of Crenshaw Corner. I am Sanchez Crenshaw, and as always, I am joined by my BFF, the most wonderful person I know, the Jean Grey to my Scott Summers. Come on now, come on. What is going on, family? What is going on? I am Angela Crenshaw, what That's is my wife, going family. on? What's up, That's babe? my wife, family. Not that much, babe. How are you? I'm during. How we doing today? I'm during. It's Friday. You during? It's Friday. It's Friday? Friday. Friday's always a good day. Yeah. Friday's always no, a good day. every day's a good day, babe. Every, yeah, but it's something about Friday, though. It's just something That's about it. That's Joel Osteen wrote a book called Every Day is Friday. Yeah, true, true. I mean, for some people. <laughs> um, but for, our, for for us mere mortals, you know, we, we look forward. We got to look forward to something. So we look forward to Friday. Friday. We look Friday. forward to Friday. Friday. So, family, we thank you guys for tuning in. What's we up? thank you for being a part of us. We thank you for being a part of the family. So, for our new listeners, we thank you guys for taking time to listen to us. Thank you for giving us a, a, a free trial. <laughs> it's a free trial? It's a free trial. After the next time, it's with fifteen ninety nine. Uh-huh. Uh, now this will be a free trial seven, after that seven day free trial seven day seven day free trial <laughs> we appreciate you what up family um, thank you however you found us whether it's on iTunes whether mm. it's on Podbean mm. whether mm. it's on Spotify whether yes. it's on Google Play Music whether it's in iHeartRadio or yes. on our our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com we just thank you guys so much thank for being a part of us. Thank you guys so much. Now, did you already clock out because it's Friday? Because you look like you don't know how to speak. No, I'm losing my speech pediment right now. Wow. Uh-huh, my spe- I'm losing my speech pediment. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, what? Is- I don't even know. I need you to Google that. It's my- Google my speech pediment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, but we it is. We need you it is to Friday. Google that. I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. Okay, tell me what it is. Tell me what it's it is. casual Friday. Casual Friday. That's what it is. It's casual Friday. Baby, you work from home. So every day is casual <laughs> Wait, whoa! I'm just you saying. work from home, so actually, yeah. Every day casual Friday. Crazy part. Just asking. I'm just crazy. Asking part. for a friend. I had asking a, for a friend. I had a meeting this week um, with some of our 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 biggest um, people within uh-huh. our department. Uh huh. Uh huh. I was in shorts and a t shirt. Right. So I'm just trying to figure out like what is what do we do? Yeah, so what I we guess every day is. I guess every, every day, day is yes. casual Friday. Yeah. For our existing family members, the ones thank who's hanging in there with us, the ones who constantly listen, we thank you guys as always for being a part of what we do. We um, love you. We thank you guys for coming to the family cookout. Yes. Make sure you bring the aluminum foil. Yes, not the baggies, not the freezer bags. We yeah. Keep talking about that. We're gonna have to keep talking about. Don't bring no freezer bags. Make sure you now, baby. Tell them why they need to bring the aluminum foil. Cause you can go in and take your one plate. One plate. That's don't come in here <laughs> at the barbecue like we've been talking about fixing three plates and then go put yeah. that to the side and eat a plate. I need you to lumen for your one plate. We want you to take something with you. Yeah, you gotta. But don't bring no freezer bag. Leave the barbecue. Leave something for somebody else. Taking Amen. a nugget with you. Amen. So, babe, there's some people that are totally confused about what we talk about. So confused. It's okay. What? Go back and listen to. Go back and listen. What in the world? What in the world, man? What in the world? So, babe, what's going on? What we I got had going to on do today? it. I had to do it. You had to do what? So, listen, if you listened on Wednesday, we talked about finances. We did talk about finances. And we talked about the ultimate intimacy app. The ultimate, ultimate intimacy, intimacy 
app, my people. Oh, yes. Yeah. Not sponsored by them, but we love it. They have some great conversation starters. And that's what we're all about here, people. We're all family. We're all about conversation. Conversa- that's what we're all about, people. What was that? I'm just saying. You know, just in case they didn't know. What we was about. What we what we's about. We's about. We's about. Like, Conversation. conversation yes conversation because conversation is a lost art yeah just like customer service but that's a whole nother tirade you know what else is a lost art what is writing that? letters to people oh man i think that everybody should just start writing notes and thank you notes and and thank you letters to people babe actually, i do it now um i've done it once or twice i've actually and even if you don't know what to say go to the dollar tree something and buy a card or no no don't even buy go, a card no no don't buy a card do? don't buy a card postcard no, don't buy a postcard. What you gonna do? I, I don't care if it's just I love you. I handwrite something. Yeah, I love There's it. Some, you know what? There is something is, it's about. It's a lost art. Yeah, it really is. There is something it about is. a handwritten note. Yes, it really is. Oh, man. Seriously. I don't even know if I know how to handwrite anymore. Really, baby? I type so much. You do type. Everything it. I do is either text messages or. or and the, guys, he types so fast. It's hysterical. I'll be like, I think I'm still the one peck, two peck, three peck foe. Here's the, here's the crazy part, though. Because I don't really. No, I actually, I actually am a very, and not to my own anything because it's nothing to brag about, but I actually am a very good typer, and I'm a very quick typer that's very accurate. I don't make a lot of mistakes when I type. Yeah. But here's the crazy part: if you ask tell me, them, tell them how you type. What do you mean? Good. Tell them. Okay, what you gonna say? If you ask me, I can't tell you where any keys are on the keyboard. I have no idea where any keys are. You just know they are. I just know they are. It just is. Yeah, I've been typing for so long. You trust the keyboard. I, like, I don't, like, if you ask me where's the A, where's the F, you know, like, because when they. A, S, D, F, J, K, L. I don't know if they do it anymore. I don't, I, I think we're, we're aging ourselves. But mm-hmm. when you used to take typing class in school mm-hmm. or keyboarding in school, yeah. you know, they make you line up on the home keys. And then they make A yeah. S D F J K L semicolon. If I'm not looking at the keyboard, thumb space ball, my brother. If I'm not looking at the keyboard, mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you what the S is. So you is. trust the keyboard? Yeah, it's like I got the force. <laughs> I type. I type using the force. You trust the keyboard. I am one with the force. The force you is one with me. One. Go ahead. Not me. I, I am one with the force. The force is one with me. I just think maybe my fingers are fat because what? I promise you. <laughs> Because I promise you, when I'm typing, I think I'm touching the A or something like that. Right. And I look up and it's the other letter. So I'm thinking maybe my fingers are fat. No, it's not that fat. It's just you got you have very dainty, small fingers. So They're not fat. They're just dainty and small. So You got nubby fingers. For sure. <laughs> so I'm, trying to be, I'm trying to be cute about it. But you got nubby fingers. Was, were you trying to be nice? I was, but you wasn't picking up what I, I was saying. Matter of fact, I, I picked it up and then I threw it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I threw that. It's just, they just little. That's anyway, little. guys. So anyway, so we was we what we were supposed to do. We was we was what we were supposed to do. <laughs> you talking about me and my speech? You talking yeah, about some I know. we was? We what we what we were supposed to do? Amen. <laughs> Amen. What we were supposed to do was do miscellaneous next Wednesday. Um, on the midweek moment. Yeah, the following. We were going to continue with the question and answer yes. period. Um, because on the app, if you haven't looked at it, there's Check a lot of great app, questions. People. Then we were going to do miscellaneous on the. Because what we've been doing is that pretty much every midweek moment, mm-hmm. we've been doing kind of, you know, question and answer, answers, questions off the app. Off the ultimate intimacy. So we were going to do that <laughs> next week, but I'm thinking. That you want to do that actually on this episode and kind of continue the train. On yes, Friday. on Friday. All right, cool. So what you got for me today? So this is miscellaneous questions. And the reason why. So this could be anything. This could be anything, oh, wow. anywhere. 
and I'm excited. And again, people, anytime. I'm not answering anything. I'm asking him the question. Once questions. again, it's an interrogation. Where's my I'm, lawyer? I'm just saying. I your, invoked she, my your right lawyer, for a she lawyer. Did, she did call. She did call. She well, where called. is she? And um, she 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 listened to Wednesday, and she was like, "I'm here for him." And I said, "You're not. You're not. You're not here for him." He, That's unconstitutional. He doesn't need any help. And so I have a constitutional right for an attorney. Now you gut, you gut, you gut. That's crazy. This is gonna be gut. This is gonna be I'm gut. Following the complaint. And the cool thing is, you don't know what the questions are. I, I don't know what the questions are I because I just go to the app, yeah. pull up miscellaneous, and whatever come pops up. I don't even know is the what category. I'm so who was or is someone you admire and why? Ooh, who is somebody I admire and why and why? Ooh, that's you know what? Okay, I'm a t- this person I admire. They're not a famous person, mm-hmm. but there's someone who's very close and near to, near and dear to my heart. So I look up and I admire mm-hmm. Pastor Jordan Hicks. Ah, yeah. And for the family who have no idea who I'm talking about. <laughs> Uh, if we've never heard that name before, yes. So Pastor Jordan Hicks is how? Okay. So I, we've said it before. We are we attend Elevation Church. Mm-hmm. Um, how Elevation Church is set up is that there it's it's a multi campus multi campus church locations, mm-hmm. and the location that we attend, um, each location has a campus pastor mm-hmm. um, who is responsible for. I mean, the, the name's in the title. Right. Who's responsible for pastoring that campus. Right. And we have the honor and the privilege of sitting under yes, our campus pastor, we love him. Jordan Hicks. Come on, Pastor Jordan. And so, and here's the thing. Here's why, I, you. Here's why I look up and admire him. Mm-hmm. Because Jordan's not that old, first of all. He's he, he's early 30s. He's younger than us. He, he's, a, <laughs> he's a young man. But he is so confident and secure in his insecurities. Yeah, he, and I love it. And he'll tell you about. And he'll tell. He will too. tell you that he. Okay. He'll tell you if you don't know. Yeah, having having a conversation with Jordan is truly having an honest, vulnerable conversation it where most is. where most people in his position would never allow someone who sits under them mm-hmm. to be vulnerable or to show them being vulnerable. Show them being vulnerable. Or having a moment of not knowing or having a moment of not asking. Yeah, and from the first moment, and we've known Jordan and his beautiful wife. Oh my God, um, six years, six years, six seven years, six seven years, yeah, yeah. six seven years, yeah. and we've seen the growth and just the the man that he is. You yeah, know, he is amazing. The, Seriously, how how he leads, how he leads his family, mm-hmm. how he leads the campus. You know, his this Christian walk. He will tell you up front, my Christian walk is not a perfect one. Yeah. You know, and I don't I don't pretend to portray it for it to be. Yeah. You know, he'll he'll tell you up front that he struggles. Yeah. He doesn't always get it right, mm-hmm. but he's always striving to get it right. And I just what I what I do like about him too, and I said I was gonna say anything, but when he when he says he don't just say um, I struggle and I don't get things right either. He tells you what he's struggling yeah, in. He'll he tell tells you, you what he's not getting right. You. He's not like, I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm struggling too. No, he'll be like, I'm struggling in this area. Yeah. I'm going through this right now. I don't feel like it either. And a Sometimes, lot of, you know, he's yeah, just And a lot genuine. of times he'll tell you first, he'll be like, yo, this is what I'm going through. Anybody yeah. else out there going through that? Right. Anybody? <laughs> anybody can I mean, relate I know to I'm me. a pastor, but please, anybody else? So, I mean, so yeah, but I, nah, I see just, that. Yeah, but he is oh, a person that I truly, I look up to. Yeah. And I truly admire him. And yeah. 
Yeah. Like they say, all heroes don't wear capes. Come on now. And he's amazing. Yeah, he, he is. is. Amazing. What secret single behavior do you indulge in when I am not around? What secret single behavior I indulge in? I already know what in. this is. Yes, I do. Do you? Yes, I do. Well, then tell me. Because every time I'm not around, if I go out of town, you call I me doing eat, this one. I eat meat. <laughs> I eat as much meat. That steak. <laughs> I eat pork. Steak. <laughs> I eat pork. I find the biggest pork chop, the biggest slab of ribs. Okay, family, let me explain. <laughs> let me explain, family. You are the worst. Yeah, I do. So, some years ago, um, it was for health reasons, but some years ago, my wife decided that she was no longer eating beef or pork. Nope, gave it up. And what she did was she decided because she was no longer eating beef and pork. Yep. That meant I was no longer eating beef and pork. And nobody else in the house. But nobody consulted me on that. So I just came home one day and all my steak was gone. All my (laughs) bacon was gone. And I'm like, what's going on? She said, oh, we don't eat beef and pork anymore. And I said, what do you mean we? (laughs) The doctor said. No, the doctor said you should be eating. He said nothing about me. So, so I so I respect her. So I don't buy. I don't. Sometimes I do, but I don't bring a lot of beef in the house. I don't bring a lot of pork, anything like that mm-hmm. in the house. Everything we cook is either chicken or turkey. Yeah. Oh, but if she make a or mistake seafood. and go out of town or seafood, yeah. Oh my God! Every time. Oh, but if she make a mistake and go on a girls' trip, or he? she make a mistake and go somewhere and see some family <laughs> without me. Oh man, the moment I know she's on the road, I go to my local supermarket. Oh my goodness. And I go to the meat department. And then someone videotapes me. Oh yeah. And be like, just to let you know. Yeah, because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep secrets from you. This is the stuff he I mean, said. I'm not just gonna be to let you know I'm in the kitchen with no shirt on because I hate that guy. Oh, yeah. oh That's my another god. Thing I do. Oh my god, people. Okay, so Ooh. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little more transparent than I need to be. Uh-huh. Another thing that I do uh-huh. is that when a single a single thing I sneak and do when you ain't around, uh-huh. I walk around in my underwear. Uh, I'm all in, in the, the whole house. I'm all in the kitchen in the with the ki- Oh my god, God. Okay, yep. let, let me let me. Help I am y'all. cooking steak and boxes. Oh my god, and no shirt in the kitchen. In the kitchen. Boxes I knew about no the shirt. no shirt, but now you in the kitchen I'm with your in, boxes. In my boxes. All in the kitchen. Oh, we're gonna discuss this later. Guys, you don't understand. Even even when our kids was little, everything do not walk around, do not go in my kitchen with your drawers on and a t-shirt or no shirt on. That thing tears my soul. But up. you went in the pool all the time, though. What I went in the pool what? You walk around with a, just a shirt on and underwear all no, the time. No, my shirt be that past my knees. But bruh. do you have on pants though? Bruh, it's a nightgown. It's a night. You bruh, still winning the point. Bruh, no sir, no sir. So that's one thing I know for sure that he does, but I didn't know yeah. about the box. Oh yeah, I'm straight. I'm straight in boxes, no shirt. Oh, oh that's yeah. how that's how we do it. The moment I hear that door lock, I don't even get the call. You ain't getting the call good. Oh my god, I'm I'm sad. <laughs> I don't think I should have asked that question because now, hey, you asking? I'm questions. about to put cameras out in this hey, piece. You you gonna see something? Oh my god, <laughs> you gonna see something? Okay, so let's see. What's um, up? What you got for me now? In what ways am I easy to live with? In what ways am I? Oh my god, am I hard to live with? <laughs> That's what it says. Why are you asking me? How much time we got for this podcast? We ain't got that much time. We already in the fifteen minute mark. We gonna we gonna keep this another hour. <laughs> okay. Go um, ahead. What ways are you 
the ways that you're easy to live with is the way that you love me. Um, <laughs> so you make things very comfortable for me. Oh. Um, so you. What do you mean? Take very good care of me. Uh, making sure my stuff is in order. Um, little stuff I don't have to worry about. I don't know if it's a good or bad thing. <laughs> I don't have to worry about what I'm aware. <laughs> I don't have to worry about if it's iron. I did it match it up with your shoes? I don't have to worry about sneakies. what shoes I'm going <laughs> <laughs> There's somebody going, what is happening in the Christian so, house? I match me, it up for him, y'all. Some people. So if you're if you're from a particular culture, <laughs> um, you remember being a little kid and sitting on your bed on Sunday mornings, <laughs> and your whole outfit is out is laid out for you on the bed. All you got to do is take a bath and get dressed. <laughs> well, that's kind of me every day. <laughs> All I got to do is put lotion on to get dressed. I like to like make make sure you look good. I on for you for the you week. You like to make sure we match. We do not match. First of all, don't you do like that. You like to make sure we do not, match. We do not match got, all the time. If I got on blue, <laughs> no, you not. got on blue. That's by mistake, not all the time. Don't even okay. try it. It's baby. by mistake every time, baby. Don't, don't try that. Every don't, time. Baby, don't try that. We do not. Got, we do not. If I got on a light shade of gray, <laughs> you got on a light shade of gray. I do not. Okay. Anyway, on your clothes for the week. Yeah, you do it. I appreciate it. On your clothes for the week because he gets up really early. You know, when we were going outside yeah. now, I don't iron nothing. He and he straight up t shirt shorts. T shirt shorts. And Nike flops. Or sweats. Or sweatpants. Um, but that's how you make it easy. So, <laughs> oh, okay. it's that aspect, you make it very easy to live with. I'm you. scared now. And what, what is um, am I hard to live with? Every project ends up being my project. <laughs> He's going to say that. So every I was almost scared to even ask this question, but I can't. No, I gotta go in order. <laughs> what happens is this. Okay, so my wife has a my wife has a theory mm-hmm. that just because she's my wife You keep saying that, but I don't think that's my theory. Anything she asks, I should do with no question. Oh my goodness. I shouldn't have a problem doing it. I should not say my wife does not believe as a wife she should ever hear the word no. You my road dog. We do it together. No, no, no. That's not how we do. It. That's not how we do. It. <laughs> it's not that we do it together. It's you start. You get this grand idea in I your head. I do have great ideas. But I do have great ideas. You babe. do. But your great ideas always include me, whether you talk to me about it or not. Because at, when I have the great ideas, I'm like, yo, this is gonna be the best ever. And then I realize I'm short, or I realize that. I can't. I can't do all things. But here's the thing, but, though. But then there you are, but looking you, as sexy as you want to look when you're looking like you look when you look when no, I ask you to do it. But you just didn't wake up one morning short. <laughs> You've been short since birth. So that should already be part of your equation. No, not when I got my big ideas. Yeah, okay. But I'm that's just what like, that's you know, those come that would make it. That it's um your project's always my project. Uh huh. You don't think I? Sh- you don't think I have a right to say no? No, it's not. I, no, no, no. That's not true, baby. I think you do have a right to say no. I, you have. I think first of all, don't do that. I think you have a right to say no at any. I just point. shouldn't say it. You just shouldn't. Yeah, I okay. just that. Okay, let's let's get that out in the atmosphere. Yeah, I just uh, shouldn't oh, say. Not no. even that you shouldn't, but you shouldn't want to. Yeah, okay. Say no, baby. When I'm doing the projects, because mm-hmm. the projects make your life easier too, though. No, they really don't. It has nothing to do with me. None of these projects <laughs> have anything to do with me. If because I feel like if the I'm doing we doing the project and I'm happy and you're happy and we are happy. No, okay, too soon. Okay, great. Next question. Next question. What is our greatest strength in our marriage? Our sense of humor. I about to say laughter. Yeah, our sense Heck of humor. Yeah, we're we're able to laugh through any situation. Yes, we we're, are. We're able to find 
Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Maybe if, maybe we should both sit down and talk to a therapist <laughs> about it. Therapist. Actually, you have a friend as one. Book some time yeah, with him. Yeah, we're going to have to talk to my boo. Um, but we're able to find the humor in any situation. Yeah. Um, no matter how grim, no matter what it looks like. Yeah. We're able to find the humor in it. And it's not even in the situation. It's like when we're going through something, something ridiculous will happen. Yeah. And I promise you, we be in tears. Talk about really? Somebody's going to really? say something. Something's going to happen. Yes. Something's going to transpire. Yeah. It, it's inevitable. And it's I think inevitable. that laughter keeps us together, keeps us sane. It does. I think more so than anything else, it, it just keeps us it sane. It keeps us sane. So, it yeah. Does. All right. So, what are three things you've learned about me since we've been married? Oh, good God. Three things. Three things. Um, a, you don't know how to talk into a mic. <laughs> I've learned that. I'm on the mic. I've learned that. I hate you right now. You know, I you am know, on you know how to talk into a mic. <laughs> No. I am on the mic. All right, the three things I've... <laughs> here's, here's the crazy part, though. Did you use that? Yeah, it's one. I'm, on, I'm literally on the mic, babe. Because that's one... Uh, that's a new thing I've learned. <laughs> I'm literally on this mic. No, no, you're literally not. I, I have you in my headset. Oh, no, my God. Not. Turn me up in your headset, bro. Anyway. Turn me up in your headset. Go ahead. Go ahead. Carry no, on. Um, carry on. Carry on, my Actually... The things I've learned, it's not that I've learned anything new. It's mm-hmm. just really is reinforced what I already knew. Okay. So I already knew coming into the marriage that you were very aggressive. <laughs> I already knew that coming into the marriage. Really? I already knew coming into the marriage that you were very headstrong. Okay. Uh-huh. I oh, think that's all the same thing, isn't it? No, two different things. Two different things. Two different things. Okay. You, you can be headstrong and passive. Mm-hmm. Or you can be headstrong and aggressive. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Because headstrong basically means that you've made up your mind and no one can ever change your mind about something. I change my mind about no, stuff. Yeah. Oh, no, my no, gosh. No. Number three. Number I said, th- well, I'm supposed to be not, I'm, no. Okay, I'm supposed to be listening. So, I'm listening skills, listening skills, listening skills. And okay. W- once again, coming Hold into on, the let me mat. get my chi. Hold on. You centering your chi. Humana, 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 humana. Okay, I'm ready. Go ahead. Number three. What? I'm number three. Number three. And I've... I. I already knew coming into the marriage and just got reinforced that you're never wrong. Ah. So those three things, it's like <laughs> I already knew coming into the marriage. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it just got reinforced the longer. Almost twenty one years and almost twenty one st- years. Nothing's changed. Nothing you still just as aggressive. <laughs> you still just as headstrong. And you still ain't never wrong. I, I don't mm. So, I, mm. so I'm not yeah. supposed to say nothing. Okay. So mm. I yeah, I already knew all that though. I married you anyway. What does it say about me? Yep. So if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be and why? About me? Oh, yeah. That's what it says about oh, you, Oh, I got bro. several. I mean, I got a list. You got to give me one. One, and I'm talking into the mic. Actually, you know what? And this is so vain. Okay. My eye color. I would change my eye color. Be back to this again? That's the one thing. Really, I mean. Are we, are we seriously back to this because again? Because everything else about me that I'm not happy with, I can make an adjustment if I just get my fat mm-hmm. lazy self up and do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that's the one thing I would change would be my eye color. You just want to get some contacts? No, I want no contacts. You just get some contacts and see whatever color you want, what would you look like, and then you won't want that anymore. Nah, that's, that's We that's should cool. do nah, it. I ain't doing that. I, I don't wear the contacts I already have. I'm not doing well, that. This is true. You don't wear regular but no, contacts. But no, and you know this. It's something you already know. Like, there's a population of my family. The majority. The of majority your, of, of your my family. family, my paternal family, has very light colored eyes, yeah. like gray, hazel and green and, and light gray, gray 
Real, yes, like, they do. Really beautiful light, eyes. beautiful brown. Yeah. And I got these old dark caramel brown eyes. Them are sexy eyes, honey. Those are my eyes. I'm just little. saying though. If I could, I'm just saying though. I'm just letting Man, you know. Man, I'm just saying if I could have got them eyes, boy, you know how dangerous I would have been. No, you'd have still been married to me. Talking about I'm headstrong, Ooh. I'm aggressive. And you just would have had nice looking eyes, bro. I'm talking about before you. I'm talking about my. I'm talking about my. I'm talking about my career be, before be, you. Before AC. Yeah, my, <laughs> my career before AC. Your career before AC would have got you killed. I'm just saying though. <laughs> With them eyes though Oh my gosh oh my. Really You wouldn't be able To tell me nothing What's the biggest lesson You learned from me I'm not making this up This is what it's saying No um, The biggest lesson I've learned from you Is mm-hmm. patience Oh wow That's the biggest lesson I've learned mm. from you um, Directly and indirectly what I've learned mean? that Because um, Indirectly mm-hmm. You have to have patience To be able to deal With the Angela Crenshaw I thought you were going to say because I Okay I'm so vain Because what I thought you were going to say Baby you've taught me patience and how to live In patience and I was waiting for it I was like go ahead boo say it and then you go Oh because if you married Angel Grishaw You better have That is not what No but I'm just saying Well, That's the the indirectly part Okay go ahead Um, You have to to be able to deal with a, a personality like yours. What's my personality, though? It's the polar opposite of mine. What is okay? What's my personality? What I, that's my question now. What's my personality? Um, very, very optimistic. Mm-hmm. Um, very bubbly. Mm-hmm. Um, very the sun will, the sun will come out tomorrow. <laughs> um, very, once again, very headstrong. Um, really a know it all. Um, really very you keep throwing that in there bro very educated on all subjects <laughs> no that's you oh no bro that's you we're not even gonna let them know we you know we'll we'll do that on the, we, ooh, ooh, you, ooh, I not for somebody nothing. who ain't saying that, you saying not, a lot. okay wait i'm listening i'm listening i'm listening so but no I'm but listening. that's how indirectly <laughs> okay but directly no you've you've taught me how to slow down mm-hmm. um because i'm always on go Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what, even my my mind, my body, I'm always on go. Mm-hmm. I'm always moving. I'm always, you know, my mind. It's just I'm always on go. I'm always in fast speed. Right. Even if I don't have anything to do, I'm always rushing through something. Yeah, this is true. And you've taught me how to slow down. You've taught me, even though it doesn't work all the time. You taught me how to meditate. <laughs> I'm still working on that. Haven't really perfected that yet. That's okay. One but minute, no, two but, minutes is good. Yeah, but no, nah, that, that's the biggest thing in the 20 some odd years we've been together. Mm-hmm. You told me patience. Okay, so this is the weirdest question. What's up? The house is on fire, but everyone is safely out. The pets are safely out. All the wallets and cash are saved. If you could make one last dash to get something, what would it be and why? Oh, that bitch just going to burn down. <laughs> you ain't going back in the house? Ain't going back for nothing. <laughs> Ain't go back for no, nothing. you've got to pick something. The question said, "What would it okay, be hold on. and why?" So, all my family safe. F- that family, everyone is safe. All my family the, safe. The pets are even safe. All my pets are safe. Money is safe. My money safe. But you, you could. I gotta get something. You, you gotta make one last dash to get something. What would it be and why? I gotta get some. Okay, so, oh, my record collection. Okay. My record collection. Okay. Okay. That's that's what I have to. That's yes. My record collection. Tell that's people what, what you got in your record collection, Mister. Uh, While we talking about it, because this record collection is growing. He, he is okay. He, so I, I don't even know what to say about his record collection. In my in my record collection, I have everything from um, Amy Winehouse, um, her her last CD, mm-hmm. um, her last record. Well, um, I know it was her last one. Actually, no, no, it wasn't last one. I think it was her first. No, it wasn't. Frank was her first. Okay. Back to Black was her second. Okay. That was more of her. That was more of her 
debut world. Here I am to the world. But, Got you. So I have Amy Winehouse, Back to Black. Um, I have everything from that to Troop. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mom, the Doobie the, Brothers. I got the Doobie Brothers. Oh, my God. I got Three Dog Night. Yes, you do. I got um, Ross Stewart's Greatest Hits. George Sin- I got a lot of George Benson. I got like four or five different George Benson um, albums. Your play. I got um, uh, West Side Story. West Side Story. I got West Side mm-hmm. Story. I got some Bill Cosby comedy albums. You do. Now, I have um, I have about four or five different porno sisters. That's what I was about to say. When he th- <laughs> when he first came home and saw this collection, he had four or five of the porno sisters. Yeah, four I was or five like, different porn what sisters? is going on? But I do like what I like what you played for Pooh yesterday. Um, the jazz yeah record. I got see. I, I like jazz. I, yeah. If you don't, I just don't. I don't. I'm not a music person. But if you play some nice, that was beautiful. The jazz was. Yeah. Who was actually? Who was that? No, mm-hmm. actually, that was Miles Davis. That was Miles Davis. I was playing. That was Miles Davis. Yeah, that was, that Miles. was awesome. I love so that. I actually love have love some, love um, that. I have some um, Louis Armstrong. Okay. I have some Ella Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. I got some Frank Sinatra, of course. I'm telling you guys, he all when I, I got, say all over the place. I got a little Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Which you just recently got? No, no, no. It wasn't Bruce. No, it was Bruce. I just picked up. No, Bruce. you just got Ray Rick. Parker Jr. No, 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 no. Um, Rod Stewart wasn't it? Rod Stewart. No, no. Rod, Rod Stewart was one of the first ones I got. Okay. Bruce Springsteen was the most recent. Okay, one. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. So he's all over the place, guys, oh. and he loves it. So it'll be your record collection. It'll be my record collection. I, I can see that. That's, that's okay. What it'll be. Okay. Let's see. What major goals do you want to accomplish in the next 10 years? A um, major goal. Mm-hmm. Um, total financial freedom. Mm-hmm. Where we truly owe no man nothing but love. Come on now. And for Crenshaw Corner to be a global phenomenon. Yeah. Those are the two. That would be, that'd yeah, be so good. That would be the two biggest things. Um, everything else to me is minor. But that would be the two biggest things. Um, total financial freedom. Yeah. Um, fire. Living fire. Living fire. Living fire. Living fire. And for <clears throat> Crenshaw Corner to be a global phenomenon, I will. Yeah. I would love to be able to do this internationally, and TED talks and yeah, all that stuff. that'll be cool. But yeah, it's coming. Yeah, it's it's coming. coming. All right. So, how does social media affect our relationship? Um, I think sometimes it does interfere with our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because. And we we're both guilty. I think I'm a little more guilty. We'll both get go down a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. We we'll um, debate about so much stuff on social media. Yeah, you're more Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm more Instagram. Yeah. Um, I don't really deal too much with Facebook, mm-hmm. but I'm more Instagram. So I'll get caught up in going down rabbit holes on Instagram. You'll get caught up in going down rabbit holes mm-hmm. on Facebook. And then we'll debate. And then we'll debate. <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I think it's not. It gives us healthy debates, but I think it interferes because sometimes. We'll go an hour or so about this thing that really that has nothing no, to do no. with us. No, no, I'm not talking about the debate. I'm just talking about we'll go about it. we'll go an hour or so where you're into Facebook, oh, okay, and yeah. I'm in an Instagram or whatever, yeah, and we're really not conversing with each other. We're just kind of in that zone, yeah, until we decide to find something worthy of talking yeah. about. That's on that came from social media, yeah, absolutely. All right, let me see, let me see. What is what? Okay, what's the most meaningful gift you ever given and why? That you've ever given and why? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, the most meaningful gift I've ever given, mm-hmm. I think, is the globe. I gave you a globe. It's one of the mm-hmm. first gifts. I actually, it might have been the very first that gift I ever gave you. That was the very first yeah, gift it was that a, you gave me. Yeah. It was the first gift I ever gave you. Why? Because um, the card I gave you with it said, if I, if I remember correctly, 
It said, what do you give a woman that has everything? You give her the world. Yeah, that's exactly right, yeah. babe. And that's truly what I wanted to do. I wanted to give you the world. And you have. Yeah. I still have that globe. We still got that globe. Yeah, we still do. I love the globe. I love the globe. And you have given me the world. You've given me more than I expected. Like, I, you know how you, you go in wanting to be married, you want to be this and be parents and all of that, and you kind of exceeded my expectations. So, Th- thank you, Jesus. This is not one of the questions, but I do have a question for you. Yeah. I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the podcast since we're talking. Mm-hmm. What was your expectation of marriage? For me? Yeah. I wanted someone, because people know that we're blended family, to love my children like I love them. That if I died, they would take care of them as if they had it had came from their own loins. That was one of the things. It was not even about me. Um, at first, it was like I need someone to love my children like I do, right. see them for who they are, raise them like men, you know. And that was so important to me. Um, I never wanted to be in a marriage where the man just loved. He was with. He he loved me, but tolerated my children. Right. That that's not gonna happen. I would always tell people my kids are like the American Express card. I don't leave home without them. So what you not you're not gonna get you're not ever gonna get me without them. Right. Ever. And I also wanted a man. I also knew that if I got married, as far as married, and, and I had someone who had children, that their children would be mine, like automatically, wouldn't be anything like that. I also thought of marriage as this thing where we work together. You know, I thought marriage was because. Again, watching mom and pop because they've always worked. My parents, right. they've always worked together financially. True mentally, partnership. True partnership, right? Yeah. Um, crazy at sometimes. Crazy but, at all times. Yeah, well, that's true too. <laughs> at all times. But they loved each other. They held hands all the time. They Undeniable called, love. Like they always was holding hands. Sickening love. Always watching TV together. They always going somewhere together. They always like if my mother went, if mommy went to the store, forty five minutes. Death joke about the call because he went, what you doing? Where you at? What you need? So I don't know if it was crazy or not, but I knew what that kind of love. I wanted that kind of love that someone could cover me. Gotcha. You know, I wanted that kind. I wanted a marriage where someone could cover me. I wanted that kind of marriage that someone would take all this crazy that I had inside of me and wouldn't judge it. Okay. You know, so that's that's what I wanted. And I got cool. that in more. You actually gave me more than just that. But oh. because you gave me some things I didn't even know that I needed because I'm strong minded, because I am aggressive. Um, and because very, I add very to both of them. Thank you very much, sir. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. And because the fact that I've always been, I'm every woman, hear me roar. So I never gave anyone a real chance until you. Do you to, consider yourself a feminist? Not really. Do you consider me one? Hmm. And you know what? I would, I will say this being very transparent. I would probably have to relook that word up now that I'm older. Right. To see if I am now. I got you. Right? You know what I'm saying? Because I've changed so much. You know, before I was more Black Panther, power to the people. Yeah. I ain't playing with you. You know, aggressive. And I still am that person, but not Angela as much. Yeah, but not as much. And um, it was very difficult for me because you were opening doors. You know, like, babe, don't get out the car until I come let you out the car. I'm like, I can get out the car myself. Um, you know, opening doors when we went places. Just things that you did that I felt like I could do myself, take out my own garbage and all right. of those things. And it, I knew it had to be difficult for you because I there was no place for you. You know what I'm saying? In the beginning, because I just felt like I could do everything. And I think I didn't know the hardest part was the, the hardest part for me was knowing that I could rest in you. Like, like I knew without a shadow of doubt that my kids were safe. I right. knew that I was safe. 
Like, I know that I could go to sleep even right now. I can go to If you're not home, I don't sleep as well. But when you're home, I know I can go to sleep and I am I don't have to worry about anything. If I'm with you, I don't have to worry about anything. And I never lived that life before because my guard was always up. I was always ready to fight. I was already always ready to protect. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah, already ready, ready to fight. You know I am. But but I know that I, I just felt I had to have my own back. And so when that when you came in my life and opened that door where I was like, it's okay to lay down and rest. It's so you don't have to do everything. Somebody else got your back. You know, Back in the day, I'd be afraid to be sick. You know, I can't, I can't, I'm raising children. I can't be sick. I mean, who's going to, not that I didn't have family who didn't love me and care about me, but I'm talking about that consistent in the house getting sick. Right. But I still got to make it through. So I remember getting sick and was like, oh, Jesus. And I remember you was like, lay down somewhere, girl. You ain't doing nothing. And took care of the family, took care of the house, took care of like everything. It was those little things in the beginning of our marriage where I was like, whoa, like, I'm going to have to let some of these walls down that I got. Because I came in with walls, and you know that. I came yeah, in. Yeah, we both did. We came in with we walls. And I and because I had been doing it all myself, and I just didn't trust that anybody. Even, the crazy part about it, to be honest, is the fact that I asked God for it, and I prayed for it. And then when he gave it to me, I still didn't want to let my walls down. I still didn't want to trust. I still didn't want to to give in, even after the very thing that I asked for I got, which is so crazy. But I think a lot of us fall into that. Where it's something we'll pray for mm-hmm. or something we'll seek God for or something mm-hmm. we will look to God for. And then once he answers it or once he provides it or once he opens that door, mm-hmm. we have no idea what to do with it. No. Because and we, be mad about it, too. Yeah, because what we did was, and this is just me talking right now, because you'll pray for it, but then you don't ask how to handle it. You don't have that prayer because really it should be a twofold prayer. Mm-hmm. It should be God grant me this mm-hmm. and then God grant me the ability to to work with it or to be able to keep it right once you give it to me yeah because what it's like what we'll do is that you know i'm an analogy person it's like we'll go to god praying for a car we want this car we want this car god give us this car Mm -hmm. but we never learn how to drive we never say god show me how to drive or god show me how to pay this interest in this in this this payment that i need to pay for this car so it's so we a lot of us do that we'll we'll have the first part of the prayer god open Mm -hmm. this door you know, God, bring me this person. God, you know, put me in this relationship. Yeah. But then we don't have the follow-up prayer saying, okay, God, but now how, how do I stay here once I'm here? Yeah, how do I handle it? Yeah. You right, know. What you got? The next question is, how do you like to be cared for when you're sick? That's a weird question, but how do you like to be cared for when you're sick? Huh? Um, leave me alone. <laughs> yes. I don't feel good. Leave me alone. Married to the wrong wife. Don't talk to me. Don't touch me. Leave me alone. If I... <laughs> If I ask for something, bring it to me. If I don't, if I don't ask for anything, leave me alone. Don't check on me. I'm how's, breathing. How's that going for you? Being it, you don't to do Angela none Crenshaw? of that. You don't do none of it. I don't get none of that. I tell you to leave me alone. You look at me in my face and say, "Boy, shut up." No, because you need to be rubbed down, and massaged. Especially if you got a cold, you need to be rubbed down and massaged and soup and all that good stuff. I want you to feel I, better. I just, I let me lay there. Yeah, just, I know. Let me lay there. It's gonna, it's gonna work its course, but no, that's not what happens mm-hmm. in my house. Now that evil, you see that evil eye he be giving me, guys. Like, oh my god. Mm, let's see. What is what is what? Okay, what is your least outfit that you own? What? That question doesn't even make any sense. What's the least favorite outfit that you oh, own? Least. See, you, you left out the most important word. What? You just said, what's your least outfit that you own? Oh, I meant least favorite. I'm Thank sorry. You. you left out. 
you left out the what's favorite. Your, what's your? That's, that's why I say that question doesn't so, make any sense. Okay, I already know what you're gonna say, but anyway, what's your least favorite outfit that you own or used to own? The fat man linen suits you used to buy me all the time. <laughs> the the, my, the the ones I hate. The fat man linen suits. It wasn't I, the, I hate them things, man. It wasn't the fat man Every time I turn suit. around, I got like three or four of the fat man linen suits in my closet. <laughs> No fat man can't we, wear linen. It you, wrinkles as soon as we put it on. We just got rid of the last linen outfit, did we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> it was beige. And with a beige shirt and some black stripes. Yeah, and some black stripes. Oh. Putting a fat Ooh. man in linen. Actually, I sit down, and then next thing you know, my whole back is wrinkled. No, I thought you was going to talk about them, them jean shorts, because he hates jean shorts. Oh, the guys. George that you bought me? They know. What are they called? Got me, George. <laughs> got me walking around like a black okay. John Cena. Okay. <laughs> Why did... <laughs> Yo, wait a minute. Hold on. The wrestler? Yeah. He widows? Yeah, he wrestles in jorts. Okay, but what's, please help the family. What is jorts exactly? Jean shorts. Jorts. Yeah. Why wouldn't you like jean shorts, though? Because I'm a grown man walking around some action watch jean shorts. <laughs> Yo. Is this 1982 again? was so tore up. I did not understand your thought process on that. And oh. you were so proud of that person, too. <laughs> You came home beaming, so proud, <laughs> baby. I bought you something. I got you something, baby. Here, it was. It was a thought to count. There was no thought behind thought it. Thought to count, bro. I don't even know thought what you're thinking. Okay, forget you now. Um, have I introduced you to anything that has made your life better? And what is it? Wow. Um, now that's deep. I've never thought to ask you that question. Jamaican food. Jamaican food. <laughs> Jamaican food. What? I ain't never experienced 21 Jamaican Twenty-one years, and that's what you came up with. Jamaican okay, food. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. Go ahead. You introduced me to curry goat, <laughs> to beef patties, to and, curry, and cocoa bread, cocoa bread cocoa with a bread. pineapple soda. <laughs> you introduced me to jerk chicken Ooh, on the corner, Golden Crest on the Golden corner Crest in Brooklyn, on the boy. Corner. Come on, Brooklyn. Oh my God, you are sick. So yeah, that's that's it, that's it, my earnest answer because that's the first thing come to mind. Oh Jamaican my God, food. gotta do the first thing come to mind. Authentic so that's cool. Jamaican food, a little aki, little aki. I didn't introduce you to that, Jules. Jules, yeah, she did. Juliet Murray, Juliet Murray. My God, I love her. One of the her. sweetest women ever. Juliet Murray, the most incredible woman. There's when you ever met somebody that was just so sweet, so from their soul, like genuine. like genuinely genuine, sweet, genuinely, genuinely kind, genuinely nice. Like, like she was, I can't even express her kindness. Okay, so I, I know family. You have no idea what we're talking about, but we've been blessed to be around some really great people in we our have. life. Oh my god! And one of the greatest people we were blessed to be around was a very close friend, Miss Juliet, of, for hours, Juliet Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, Juliet Murray. There are certain people in this life that. This this is how you know God exists mm-hmm. because you meet this person that's, that's as sweet as joyous as good yes. as pure yes. and everything everything that God wanted us to be as humans um, you see it in this yeah. particular person yeah um, not perfect but you know but there's like I said every good thing that that God ever yeah. wanted for his kids every good thing that That's he her. ever put in his creation it's her yeah she's and yeah, amazing just, she's just amazing Juliet Murray Juliet oh Murray. my god I almost cried I almost teared up just now really I love love Angie Angie <laughs>
Yes, because she had a British accent, Jamaican. She was the first person who actually said your name correctly. Yes, because no one says your name correctly because it's not Sanchez, it's Sanchez. Sanchez. Oh my God, I love her. I'm going to call tomorrow. I talk to her, but I'm going to call tomorrow just because of that. Um, What is on your bucket list things you want to do before you die? Uh, Live in Japan. Yes. That is on my bucket list. That is the bucket list. Uh, that is the, the actually, bucket list. That is yeah, the, that's actually like if, the bucket if list. I do nothing else in life before I leave this earth, it's live in Japan. And I just even even if it's only for six or seven months, I prefer to I prefer to live the rest of my life there. But but it's live in Japan. It's live in Japan. Yeah, I just want to um, live in Japan. One of your good friends bought you a book about the book of Japan. Samurai Way of the Samurai. Yeah, so because that's how much he knows that Sanchez yeah. wants to do that. Okay, so well that and this is the question with. If you could live anywhere, where would that be? <laughs> like literally, you see that question like seriously. Tokyo, Japan. Japan, Japan. Japan. I just I love everything about Japan. What time of your life did you feel you were most humble? Wow. What time of my life did I feel I was most humble? Most humble. Because that's weird. Because I think you you are such a humble person. So uh, what would you feel that you're most humble? Oh, okay. So we're gonna get really transparent on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, seventeen. Uh, seven, 17 17 He was 17 years old 17 mm-hmm. Sitting in a jail cell mm. That'll humble anybody That'll humble anybody Cause at that time in my life I was living my life Where Anything that I thought I was big enough to do I was doing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was making some Very bad decisions in life Yes I'm living very reckless mm. um, Putting myself um, In a lot of jeopardy um, Legally And actually um, <laughs> Physically Put myself in a lot of jeopardy. So when your freedom is taken away from you and you're sitting yeah. um, in a very, very small confined area. Yeah. Uh, where it's really just a bed and a toilet connected to a sink. And you're not really sure when you're going to see freedom again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a very humbling that's experience. That's a humbling experience. Very humbling experience. Jeez. Woo. Yeah. What is your fr- your least favorite color and have I ever bought it for you? My least favorite color and have i ever bought it for you um oh that's a good question <laughs> i'm like these are questions like why would i even ask like yeah, this is like, not even questions that i would be like baby by the way what's your least favorite color would i ever and what did i ever buy that color for you Who i don't does that okay i don't necessarily no, no i don't necessarily have a least favorite color okay um i i'm a fan of pretty much every color in the spectrum mm-hmm. but what i can say what you have purchased me in, in a color spectrum that i was not a fan of mm-hmm. is for some reason you start buying me some like really loud neon stuff <laughs> like what like that really loud neon t-shirt you have bought me it's like a lime green ne- oh no i bought that because that was when we was going to the bo- no we was going to mexico yeah but i'm fat <laughs> we was going to and me- i think that's the part you keep missing <laughs> i mean i know I know, like you look at me and you be like, but you know, you are God. Yeah, I, I get you. that and I appreciate that. God, and I, pre- I truly do appreciate that. And my self esteem really loves that, really does. However, let's let's bring some reality into it. Bring the reality. I'm fat, but baby, no, no, that was gonna look good because it was like me because it matched your Nike slides and you had the shirt and it had sh- and you had shorts. Yeah, but once again, you miss the point. I'm fat. Okay, just forget it. And so what happens when you take an almost 300 pound man mm-hmm. and put him in some neon? <laughs> And now you really got me walking around like a a, a, a walking billboard. <laughs> okay, I give up. <laughs> so yeah, I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't a real fan. That wasn't a, you wasn't a fan. Wasn't a fan. You wasn't where you were going not, with it. N- not a shirt I would have chose for okay. myself. I'm, I'm just saying. Let's just put it. What's like that. your least favorite food? Oh, do you have a least favorite food? With cauliflower. You? 
that you keep trying to force me to eat. Judgy. Cauliflower. Bruh, but I've made cauliflower and gravy. You, we've made cauliflower great in gravy. We've okay, made do you cauliflower. Know what, do you know what we had to do to that cauliflower to get me to eat it? So here's what we had to do. We had to bread it. We had to fry it. We had to smother it in gravy and rice. Yes, but it was to get good. Me to eat it. We even had like the cauli- cauliflower wings. Cauliflower. <laughs> wow. I hate Cauliflower. So don't don't get no more cauliflower. I'm just asking. Golly, you just so hostile. Cauliflower. What have you been most proud of learning lately? How to love you better. Oh. That's what I've been most proud of. Have you been learning that? Yeah. What you, do you mean? Like I now I'm lost. But you have to. I watch you, but I'm just saying. Pena, what do you mean like it's, that? Because what happens is, the longer you're with someone, you can get caught up in not paying them attention. Mm-hmm. And thinking you know what they need and just mm. doing what you think. Gotcha. Okay. And not really paying attention. Gotcha. To what the, to that person because everyone changes. Mm-hmm. So how I loved you yesterday, how you like to be loved yesterday, mm-hmm. you may not like that same thing today. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not careful, I'm not paying attention. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to love the 52 year old Angela like I love the 42 year old mm-hmm. Angela, and she's not the same woman. So you think do you, it? Do I need to be loved differently? Do you think yeah, that I've changed? You have. In the last year? Yeah. In what way? You've be- Okay, because before, you needed you needed more support. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I mean by that, I don't mean like you were. I know what you mean. Yeah. You, but tell family what you mean. You needed more because, like you said, you were more of that, I am woman, hear me roar, yeah. let me do it, I'm going to do it. Right. So it was more of a support role mm-hmm. where I came alongside you and partnered with you. Mm-hmm. To help you through whatever you were going through. Right. But now you've allowed me to actually be more of your covering. Mm-hmm. So I'm more of a, I'm more, I love you as more of a covering now. Gotcha. If that makes sense. It got sense. Wow. That was Z. What else you got for me? If you had a magic wand that could make one problem disappear, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Come on, Mr. Christian. What I, would it be? I honestly can't say my first answer on that one. Okay. Um, my credit score. Your credit score? My credit score. We working on the credit score. Yeah, but I, I want a magic wand. No, you wanted to go faster than yeah, what we I want doing. The, I want the A1 sauce. Oh, quick? <laughs> you want the 75800, 59000, which one? I want the 800. You want the 800. Yeah, but uh, it would be my credit score. Credit score. Okay. Yep. Just disappear? Disappear. I thought you was going to say it would just be your student loans. That's almost gone. Yeah, that is almost gone. That's almost gone. That is almost That'll gone. That'll be gone Hallelujah. shortly. Hallelujah, God. Yeah, that'll Thank be you. gone shortly. But I thought if you had a magic wand, but like, okay, and, but that would probably go with the debt. Yeah, too. go with yeah, the You're right. You wipe okay. away the debt, raise my credit yeah, score. you're right. Okay, what's been the best gift you've ever received? Oh, I've, here's the thing. My family's really good at giving gifts mm-hmm. um, because they listen to actually the stuff. Well, it took us a while after you finished going crazy. I didn't necessarily go. I didn't necessarily no, you, go crazy. Okay, let's just be transparent. Cuss the whole family out. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, everybody. We know you're a Christian. You love God, but let's just go and be honest about it. I mean, because for a minute y'all had lost your mind. Y'all wasn't you know, listening. You know, you know the Father's Day. If y'all haven't listened to the Father's Day episode, people. Yeah, y'all wasn't go listening. back and binge on the Father's Day episode, and you know what I'm talking about. But go uh, ahead. You know what? I do know. The greatest gift I've ever been given mm-hmm. is my grandson. Oh, hey, Pooh. And here's what I mean by that because oh, I love he's Pooh. not he's not my son. Mm-hmm. Um, however, my son and his fiance, um, Pooh's mother, they have allowed me 
yeah. to be a grandfather. Yeah. Um, un- untethered. Yeah. They have allowed me. But no problem. No problem. And everyone doesn't get that. Yeah. So they At any time we call, yeah, anytime we want them. Anytime. Um, so I get to, I get it's to. It's a privilege. Yeah, it, it really is mm-hmm. that I do not take for granted. Yeah. So I get to be the grandfather to him that I had mm-hmm. growing up. And so that's like, that's one, that is the greatest gift I've been given. Yeah. My grandson. I, I, I do want to do a podcast on that because, but I can't, we can't do a, poly, a podcast on really good on that until i apologize to my mama and then we yeah you gotta have it. a conversation i gotta have with a conversation with my mother and apologize and then we're gonna do a podcast about Pooh and okay about i can talk about him for being, days being a grandparent because i but, can talk about him but forever I, but i can't until i apologize to my mom and yeah. and then you gotta, we can, you gotta have then, that personal conversation yeah, and then i can talk about being a grandmother and all that it entails and stuff because it's incredible yeah no one but that's that is that's yes. my greatest gift that little what dude. were some of your favorite books you read as a child i mean they just serious about it this is literally something i would never even ask you baby like um animal farm really yeah i loved animal farm you and your son because he loved animal yeah, farm animal farm mm-hmm. um growing up let's see um actually i read a lot of poetry books more mm-hmm. growing up Mm-hmm. I had a lot of poems I like, but as far as books, I'm going to. It's Animal Farm. Animal Farm. Yeah, I loved Animal Why Farm. Why though? Why it was. It's just the story itself, just the concept. Lawrence, what was it? Is, is who wrote the book? Orwell. Orwell. George Orwell. Okay, so I'm not making that up. Yeah, okay. it's mm-hmm. just the concept of the book with mm-hmm. the uh, with the animals and you know when the humans are not away. I mean, the humans are away and with the animals. Conversations they talk about. Yeah, and the cows and the pigs and. Yeah. No judgment. I've never read that book. For real? Never read that. Not book. even in school. Not even in school. Was it on? Because I know when you were coming up, there was a lot of books that were banned. You know, because of the time frame you came up. Was that? <laughs> was that on? A, was that on the banned burn? Was, it, was that one of the books they were burning? Yo. You know, during that time when they were burning books. <laughs> he coming for me, y'all. But I'm, I'm not. I'm not falling into the trap. I'm just asking. I'm not. What is one thing you would like to accomplish in the next year? Did I ask you that already? Nah, you said 10 years. Okay, in the next year. Um, one of the things I would like to accomplish in the next year. Mm-hmm. I'm um, interested in this. Actually, you know what? To be totally healthy. Okay. Um, I would truly like to accomplish that in the next year. Your physical health. Uh, my physical health. health. Um, because I make a lot of jokes about it, but, I, you know, I am overweight. I am overweight. That's yeah. you know, for my height and for my build. We both are. I, I am overweight. We are overweight. And you know, and I play with it. You know, I get gun ho for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm strong and I'm in the gym and I'm running and I'm eating mm-hmm. right and I'm you know, I'll drop ten or fifteen pounds here. Yeah. You know. But like to be consistent. You want to be consistent. I'm I want to be consistent. Because we, we are. Consistency. Yeah. Because I said we are. You know, we did the health is wealth. Yeah. And we were broke in the health area. Yeah. So we've been doing. Yeah, we acknowledge it. And that's the first step, acknowledging. Drinking a gallon of water. Y'all need to pray for us on this. We've yeah. been drinking a gallon of water a day and just tr- and trying to take our vitamins, D3, B12, trying to do the right thing. I got a whole list of stuff I take. <laughs> but, trying um, to be well. But yeah, but that would be the one thing within the next year I would truly want to accomplish is, okay. you know, truly total. What's your number? What number would you like to get down to? Wait. Yeah. Two fifty. Two fifty. Two fifty. Muscles? No muscles. I want to. I don't. I, mean, I don't want to be early on a Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Okay. You know, I want to be more Will Smith and Ali. Nice. Just, you know, just kind of tri- just trim, trim. Yeah. Lean muscle. Lean muscle. You know, I'm not trying to. I just want to. I want to look nice in my clothes. Mm-hmm. And feel good about. And it. feel good about, about it. it. Yes. Yeah. And have these long dreads because I don't know if you guys know. I've seen that yeah. Instagram, but he has locked. His I'm locking. Hair. I'm going through the process. It's. 
I was warned. Um, my wife has been warning me for years. I warned him, guys. That's just not an easy process. It's not. I um, tried. That you're going to be aggravated, and I'm at that stage because my head itches constantly. Yes, it's that in-between stage. That in-between it's stage. It's been three weeks now. It's been three weeks now. So he can't wash it. He can't, can't do anything. wash it. Yeah, so basically, so it's, like a, it's like taking a cotton swab, putting some Listerine, and going to his scalp and going to, to my disinfect scalp. So, yeah, so I'm going then, through locking yeah. my hair. So, yes, yeah. Yes, you have but, yeah, Next yeah. year your locks will be long, babe. I want to. I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. I'm excited, but yeah, but that's the thing. My health. Okay. So what else you got for me? If a crystal ball could tell you anything about yourself, your future, or a truth you seek, what would it reveal to you? Hmm, that's interesting. I'm gonna be honest. I do not want to know my future. Mm. I don't. Okay. I rather like, and I know it's kind of a off topic, but like if if I had the choice, if I could go in my future, go in my past, mm-hmm. much rather go in my past. Don't even touch do it. not don't do not want to see the future. future. Do not just let it unfold. For let you. it unfold. Let, let me it be unf- surprised by it. Yeah, let it unfold. Um, but as far as the truth, the crystal ball would tell me. Yeesh. Um, that I'm actually adopted. <laughs> that I'm actually adopted. What? Well, I have a crystal ball here as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm um, crystal ball said not adopted. I'm just saying. look just like your daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you got on certain glasses, you look just like your mama. Next question. So I'm just so there's no adoption there. Next question. What rule would you like to outlaw in our relationship? <laughs> no, 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 no. What happens? <laughs> oh man. You got off that question real no, quick. No, sorry, people probably want to know that answer. You're not gonna know it today, okay? What happens if we can't agree on something important that involves both of us? We don't do we it. We don't do it. Yeah, we. And sometimes that sucks. It sucks oh, all the time. I know sometimes. Oh, oh. No, nah, but that's the one thing we. Jeez. We came to that conclusion of very early in our marriage that for something to be done, mm-hmm. we both have to agree on it. Whether it be the kids, it doesn't money, matter what it is, family, whatever. Yeah. If we both do not agree, it doesn't get done. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. get done, and it's and it's because and if you ask why, it's simply because of resentment. Yeah, the one thing that we never want in our marriage is resentment. It's resent, and if you do something against your will, no matter what it is, eventually you're going to resent that person for having to do that. We don't want any resentment in our marriage. So yeah. if we can't agree on it, we don't do it. Do it, and sometimes, ugh, I hate that rule. Yeah. I'll be like, ooh, you can't, the, take, can't take that rule back. Most of the times I hate that rule. Like, it served us well so far. Okay. If one were to make a movie about your life, what actor, oh, wow. If one were to make a movie about your life, what actor or actress would you like to cast to play you? Who you want to play you, baby? Actually, I said his name a few minutes ago, and maybe I wouldn't have said this earlier. The but wrestler? Now, no, not John Cena. Oh, <laughs> I was say, what? Will. Will, Will Smith. Smith. Will Smith. Yeah. And the reason being, and it's not because I look like Will Smith or anything like that. It has nothing to do with that. I wish. Um, but it's because of the type of person I am. Mm-hmm. His range could do it because I'm actually I'm very I'm very comical a lot of the mm-hmm. times. I'm I'm goofy. So I'm goofy mm-hmm. a lot of the mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. I'm telling bad jokes a lot of the times. But you're so serious. But though. I do have that serious demeanor about me. That's your. That's your. The biggest part of you is your seriousness. Yeah. Like you. You sent him my laugh and joking. Y'all hear him laughing and joking, whatever. As soon as this podcast, he can shut it down so fast and like, shoo, it's over. Throw gone. 
and he can be quiet as if he said he don't meditate, but he does meditate, but it's just not, he think he doesn't meditate because he think you got to sit there and do it. But the things that he does when he just sits in his quiet time, where he's doing nothing is still a meditation state, but you don't recognize it because you think you have to be doing it a different way. But I can see Will Smith Mm. playing you. I'm curious. Answer that question. If you don't answer anything else, answer that question. Who would you want playing you? Viola Davis. I can see that. Heck yeah, rough, tough, ain't taking no. Viola Davis can transform me. She yeah. rough, tough, ain't taking no junk. What, what, what? You know, she's I that person. That. Okay. Yes. I can see that. Yes, that's my girl. All right, what else you got for me? What? Um, what's something I don't know about you? Is there anything you don't know about me? I don't know. You would have to tell me. Play. That's your question. Because we about to end. So yeah. what, what is it? Do you have anything? I honestly don't know. I I honestly think you pretty much no. I think you, I think you do know everything about me. I think so. I think you do. Okay. 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 This is the last question for you. Okay. What you got for me? On Friday. On Friday. Friday. Okay. What would you say has been the major milestone in your life, and what other milestones are you looking forward to? What has been a major milestone? I think you kind of answered it earlier, but I want to see if I have this. You have the same answer that I think I have. Um, major milestone for me is being in a successful marriage for twenty years. Yeah, that's a major milestone for me. Um, because major for me too. Yeah, because growing up, I didn't see that. I didn't see. I didn't see functional marriages. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I came from a divorced family. Mm-hmm. Um, most of my family members at one point in time have been divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones that were married, mm-hmm. they were not, um, if uh, lack of a better term, they were not effective marriages. Okay. Um, there was a lot of dysfunction in the marriages that mm-hmm. I saw. Mm-hmm. So, and I was never, I was never taught how to be an effective husband. Mm-hmm. I've, I was never taught that. Because as much as I love my grandparents, as much as I admire my grandfather, as much as my grandfather is my hero, mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't really show me properly how to be a husband because he was a pastor. Okay. That's what he was. Yeah. And during the time, yeah, I identify with that. Yeah, and and, and that's not a bad thing. So I'm saying I'm, I'm saying it's a bad thing. But however, also you got to remember, my grandfather was born in 1919. Mm-hmm. So the period that he grew up in. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't the affectionate father. It wasn't the, it's, that's not what it was. Yeah. So, you know, the holding hands, kissing, telling, mm-hmm. you know, being affectionate, those things, those things that a husband should do. Right. I was never shown that. Mm-hmm. And then with my biological father, that's a story for another time, but there was no way he could show me how to be a husband because he had no clue. Right. You know, he even had. Even though he was one. Yeah, even though he was one, he right. had no clue. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, in his defense, his father. Right. Didn't know and wasn't. So just just the fact that we've been able to be in a successful, yeah. loving, um, marital relationship for mm-hmm. the last 20 years. To me, that's that's the biggest milestone in my life. So let me ask you a question while you're on that. Is it because also that you have other group of married men that you bond with that you guys talk about it and be yes. transparent yes. And, and honest about marriage? Yes. You and have to have a village. Yeah. You have to have a community. Because I see you, I, I, I think our marriage truly transformed years ago when you had a set group of men, married men, that y'all just 
went about your business and discussed it and talked. It had nothing to do. And also discussed, you know, your lives and what yeah. you wanted for yourselves outside because of being a, a husband. There's not as a married man, there's nothing wrong with having single friends, but your circle has to be married men. Yeah. Has yeah. to be has to be of like minded. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say this is because I can't go to my single friend mm -hmm. and have a conversation about an issue I'm having in my marriage. Right. And he understand it and gives me advice right. on how to deal with my marriage when he's when he's not married. Right. So you have to be able to go to someone and talk to someone who's going through a similar situation as you mm -hmm. or in a situation as you where they would understand and give you the proper advice. Yeah. So I think one of the oh I know I'm not gonna say I think I know mm -hmm. one of the best things I did yeah. early on in our marriage yeah. is that I not only surrounded myself with other married men, mm -hmm. but I surrounded myself with married men that have been married for a substantial amount of time successfully. Because at that point not in time, perfection. You're not, not perfection. Not never easy. looking for perfection. Not easy and perfection, but yeah. and work, the, doing the work. And the married men I was around, they were honest with me. Yeah. You know, they told me it's going to be hard. It's going to be a struggle. Mm -hmm. You got to put work in. They mm -hmm. told me from up front in the beginning, you know, and I was blessed to be around men that have had at that time because we were, you know, one, two, three years, four years into our marriage. Yes, and they were already. We were around 10, 15, yeah. 20, 25 years they had been married, and they had been through everything. Yeah. You know, they had been through finances kids infidelity yeah you know they had been through all, all these that. things yeah and they were able to come through it yeah. yeah and so yeah and and even to this day even though you know a lot of people consider us veterans because we've been oh my god really we, i feel know. like i'm still baby i'm still i feel like we still, i said this and everybody gets upset i was like no i think me and sisters are still learning we're still babies in yeah, marriage even though two decades in i still feel like we're babies. yeah but and we still surround i still to this day surround myself my circle mm -hmm. is married men yeah you know is and who who love and that's another thing also I'm surrounded by married men who love their wives. Yeah, oh my God. Because it's, it's yes, one thing do. it's Woo. one thing to be around a married to man. See them, you don't know. Oof. Yeah, but it's another yes, thing to be do. around a married man that loves his wife. Yeah. Even when you're not even looking. Yeah. We've because, caught them and not even looking or see them somewhere and be like, "Come on, y'all, really?" Because I've been <laughs> I've been around that person. <laughs> As a married man, mm -hmm. and they more worried about what woman is looking at them. Mm -hmm. I can't do that. Yeah, I couldn't deal with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, know. I had to surround myself with with married men who loves their wife. Yeah, because as a married man, when you love your wife, then even when she's not around, mm -hmm. you're making sure that you're not doing anything that brings shame to her. Yeah, to or bring hurt that. to her. Yeah, or jeopardize the relationship you have. Yeah. And I was blessed early in our marriage and throughout our marriage to yeah. be surrounded by a lot of great men like that. Yeah. And to this day, I still am. And and like, the funny part is the, the, the men that we met and the couples that we met in our second and third and fourth marriage, you know, we would, those years of marriage, they'd already been married 20 or 15 and 10 years. Yeah. And they are all still together. Still we, together. So which means that some of them have been married 40, 30 yeah. Years, you know, like yeah, seriously, together. and still together, and still talk junk. Yeah. <laughs> and the beautiful part, you know, even though we don't speak as much now as we used to, but I still have that access. Yeah. You know, I still, if to this day, if I needed to pick up the phone and call that one individual, that one mentor, that that was not one playing mentor who never was playing with me. My God, that he was no yeah. joke. And so I know to this day I can still do that, and I could trust the advice they give. 
I feel like early in the marriage when you met him, he put the fear of God in you when it came to marriage. He did. He was like, do not. If you're not serious, if you're not going to take care of your wife. I mean, like, he, like, that was Cynthia's first marriage mentor. And I'm telling you, this man was not. Because. He took that thing. He was not playing with marriage. He took it very seriously. Because the one thing he did for me, he took it out of. He took it out of a sitcom mm-hmm. and took it into a reality. Yeah. You know, because you have that sitcom version of marriage where everything is wrapped up easily mm-hmm. and, you know. By the end of the show. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. you know, y'all have your little y'all have your little spats, but, you know, you get over it. Yeah. You know, and, and, this, and this, this thing of what you, your concept of what marriage is. Yeah. But then he brought me into the raw cool. reality of it. He was not playing. That if you're going to do this, yeah, there's a certain way you have to do it. Yeah, There's a certain way you have to walk. There's a certain way you have to talk. Yeah. There's a certain love that you have to give. There's yeah. a certain sacrifice. Yes, sir. Because nothing, ab- the easiest thing about marriage is saying I do. Yeah, yeah. That's the easiest thing That's about it. That's the easy part. And after what you say I do. Yeah. Is 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 when the hard stuff comes, when the hard work comes in. And can y'all do it together? And can y'all do, do it together? together? And can you survive it? And that's the one thing that, and I I truly appreciate. Yeah. You know, that's the one thing about him. I thank God for him too. Yeah, I do because he yeah. and his wonderful wife saved our marriage. They did. And I don't know if they even they know or not, but yeah. they saved our marriage because, you know, when we walked into. And how we met the how we met them or how I met my mentor mm-hmm. is that Ange dragged me into at the church that we were having at the time. Mm-hmm. They had like a married couples course. Mm-hmm. It was kind of lack of a better term, almost like a, a more a, like an e group. Yeah, well, well, everybody don't know what e group is. Yeah, it, it was more like a, a um, I feel like it was a boot camp for marriage. Well, what is it called when like uh, like um, AA when you go to like the AA meetings? It's not a counseling session. What is it? I don't know. What you want well, to let's go with that. It's more like a counseling session. That um, was too hardcore. Yeah, hardcore so counseling session. And we walked in, and I had an attitude. Yes, because he did not want to be there. Be there. It's not. It's not how I wanted to spend my Sunday afternoon with it in a room full of people I don't know. Talking to people about talking to people marriage a, with a bunch of fake Christians. Yeah. I don't oh, know these people. Oh, he went in, y'all. He and went so I sat in. there, arms folded, arms folded, slouched down in my chair like a ch- like a perpetual child, <laughs> like a child having a tantrum. Grown man looking like a a teenager, mad, mad, mm-hmm. and the very first thing he did mm-hmm. was call me out of my BS. Yes, he did. That's the very first thing he, he did. He was like, "Some of y'all don't want to be here, but yeah," and looked me dead, dead in, my in his eyes. face. Yes, he did. Man to man, and looked me dead in my yes, eyes. Yes, he did. And he I appreciate that. Yeah, he was like, "You here? Cause you're married. Yeah, get yourself together." And from and that point, point on, that's it. That yeah, is, but that is it. It's it's been an incredible journey. It's, yeah, one it's that been an I would journey. one that I would not change the ups and the downs. Yeah, I wouldn't change anything about it. Yeah, I wouldn't change anything. But it's W O R K people. I always work. Yeah, always work. Um, but, but the pay is amazing. It's satisfying. The benefits. Though. Yes, inc- the benefits like. Like the medical health <laughs> benefits are amazing. The dental benefits are amazing. This job is amazing. Yeah. You got a, got a, got a four one k plan in this marriage. <laughs> so, <laughs> got some investments, right, dividends. Thanks. We've been we've been at this for a little while. Yeah, 
Yes, you ready to go? Oh, you ready to go? You ready what's to your go? final thought? Any final thoughts? Uh, no, I think we did good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. I mean, Miss Lenny's got some more crazy questions, but we we gonna let it. We gonna let it go. Okay. We gonna let it go. What's your final thought? Actually, gonna I let, do. I do have let a, it go. I do have a final thought. TKO. Um, and I have a final thought. Actually, since we got on this topic of married men, mm-hmm. I got a final thought for the married men that are listening. Mm-hmm. So here's my final thought. Go ahead. Surround yourself with some with someone. Who, if you come to them with a problem about your marriage, they're not going to allow you to talk about your wife. Mm-hmm. They're going to force you to talk about you. Yeah. They're going to force you come not not say what did she do, but they're going to ask you what did you do. Yeah. What did you contribute yeah. to the dispute or to the argument or, yeah. or if you're complaining about something that she's not doing or mm-hmm. something you want her to do yeah. or whatever the case may be where they confront you. First. First. Uh-huh. And they don't allow you to talk about your wife. They don't allow you to badmouth your wife. They don't allow her. you to mm-hmm. belittle her. But they force you to talk about you mm-hmm. and ask you what did you bring mm-hmm. to the situation and what do you bring to the table. And what's the root? What's the and, real and what's the root, root cause what's the root of it? What's the root cause of it? So that's going to be my, that's gonna be my final yes, thought. Yes, I love it. You love it? So I love it. Family, um, once yes, again. family. We just thank you guys. We thank you for being a part of what we're doing. We thank you. For coming along this journey we with love us, you. Um, as always, we consider ourselves an interactive podcast. We are. You can find us on the socials. Come we're on, on socials. Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. All in the Crenshaw Corner. Yes, we are. We have an email address: thecrenshawcorner at gmail dot com. Once again, thecrenshawcorner at gmail dot com. Come on now. You can listen to us on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play Music iHeartRadio. Come on, we doing it now. Come on. Or on our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com And as always, family, welcome to our journey. We love you guys. Bye.